Hi, I'm Holland Lane Curtis, and I'll be playing Birdie, our blue-haired cool grandma. She's a music lover, a former groupie, and she is the town menace. Birdie's day starts, uh, like many others, a pot of coffee and um, whatever album that is striking her fancy. It is a revolver today. And so she's listening to that with her pot of coffee, getting herself ready. She is pulling her blue-tinted gray hair into uh, a half-up, half-down bun sort of thing. Um, And she makes her way to the uh, coffee shop, coffee, or coffee, or however you want to pronounce that with all of the different letters in it. And predictably antagonizes Rowan, as usual, looking for her blueberry scone. I think today she kind of throws it off. And she's like, I'm going to shake things up a bit. And she asks for a raspberry scone. And I think today, of all days, they actually have a raspberry scone. And so she uh, gets her coffee and she leaves in a huff because her routine is disrupted by this. She sends a few extra emails to her ex-husband to remind him that she hates him uh, just to get some of the rage out. You know, and does the whole, like, trying to contact her oldest son and he doesn't answer. And, you know, sending, like, some cute pictures to her middle child who just, like, texts back a K. And then she, like, talks to her daughter on the phone. I think she probably gets uh, a picture or two from her two grandchildren. So I think she just enjoys her time, except for the fact that it's kind of, like, wrong side of the bed. Because she she got that raspberry scone. She's not enjoying biting through it. I'm Willow Wilson. I'm playing Renette Bollinger, a retired costume designer with as much sass as she has exes. You can recognize her from a mile away by her sequined blazers, big cat eye glasses, and very projecting voice. I probably also saw you uh, for a little bit at coffee. Um, I was Mm -hmm. there... um, meeting up with Ronnie from the Siren. We were just, you know, meeting up, discussing possibly some some more commissions for, you know, for some of my my bespoke corsets for the the Siren's uh, new burlesque cabaret mm-hmm. sort of a thing. You definitely um, see me make a scene. Yeah, it's a I whole see thing. it and I just keep talking to Ronnie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Of course, coffee. They had my gluten-free scone, as they always do. What a sweet girl Rowan is. We talked corsets. We talked fabrics. Um, all sorts of good things. We just got to catch up on life. You know, Ronnie's such a sweet girl. What time was that? Maybe about... Eight, eight, nine, nine o'clock. I don't know. What time, what, what time was Birdie there? Birdie strolls up at a healthy 9.48 That's every a, day. Yeah, <laughs> um, then, then yeah, Ronnie and I probably met at coffee at nine o'clock. So, and we were there the whole time. We saw your whole, the, the whole scene you made, you know, you know, just kept my nose down, kept talking, talking fabrics about, you know, silk versus a rayon, mock silk, you know. Hi, I'm Mary Stack. I'm playing Georgie Sullivan, born and raised Brindle Bayon, who owns the local yarn store, Knitwit Haven. She just wants to spread the love of knitting and solve crime with her friends. My day starts the same pretty much every morning. Wake up, do some stretching, get some baked good into the oven, because she's going to, of course, do her rounds on um, the town to deliver baked goods to former students and acquaintances and friends and the like. Um, She fixes her hair, picks a lovely hand-knit cardigan to pair her outfit with. Today, she'll be wearing the row um, by This Bird Knits that she worked up from Ravelry uh, with some locally dyed yarn. And then she grabs her baked goods, heads out on her rounds. And this particular morning, she is going to swing by the coffee shop to get some coffees on her way back and pop over to her friend, crystals at the new age shop crystals new age shop and she's gonna hang out with her and knit there while they chit chat and gossip about the goings-ons before she heads over to her shop to open
Okay, they're not listening. This is Roll to Metal, an actual play campaign based on the tabletop role-playing game Brindlewood Bay by Jason Cordova. Bertie, Renette, and Georgie don't know what they're in for, but I can let you in on a secret. These ladies are about to encounter a series of peculiar murders. At first, it may seem that they will solve the murder of the week and move on, but that is not what is about to happen. As they meddle about various crime scenes from time to time, they will discover a different kind of clue. A clue that will lead them towards a darker conspiracy. But you don't need to worry about that for now. We will just follow their antics and remember these happier times in the future. If you would like to help, consider writing a review, sharing a link, telling a friend, or visiting us at actualstorypodcasting.com. Okay? Let's go. Where is Crystal set up for a knitting meetup? I think that I am knitting and she is getting her store ready to open. So maybe I'm just like sitting at like the, where the cash register is and we're, I'm knitting and we're chit-chatting while she's like futzing with crystals and organizing shelves and that kind of thing. So what is it that you like about Crystal? Why are you, what, what is it about her that keeps you going there to knit? She has a really positive energy. She does. And I think it's uh, it's maybe um, about 9.45, and she's happily moving around the store, making things sure that the right incense is out and the everything is arranged as it needs to be. And you're packing up your knitting stuff because it's about time to go back to your store and get ready to open, even though Calliope probably has it handled. It's only about maybe two weeks after the strange incident in the bookstore. Uh, And so you're packing up your knitting supplies when there is a frantic knocking on the front door of Crystal's. And Crystal sort of looks around, says, well, I guess I'm opening early. She walks to the door, opens it up, and Deputy Fern is there. And she seems very distraught. And she rushes right into the store and says, I need... I need one of those things that you sell that, that calms people down. The, the, the crystals or the, the, the smoke or whatever. Just help me. Help me out, Crystal. And Crystal says, um, oh, well, I have quite a few things for that. We have some teas and we have some incense and we have a number of things. And Fern says, fine, whatever, whatever. I hate this job. I just need something that'll make me feel better. You're not going to believe what I have to deal with today. Oh, no, Deputy Fern, whatever could be the matter. And she looks at you. She's a little confused. Like she gives you like a, a quizzical look and she's like, do you, do you work here? You don't work here. No, you know me, Georgia Sullivan. I'm next door at Nitwit, but I, I like to hang out at this shop. I find the entire shop calming. Are you, are you allowed to do that? You don't have a rivalry or anything? No, not at all. That's refreshing to hear. Sounds like there's a rivalry happening in your job, Sitch. Uh, And she kicks at the floor. She says, I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it. Oh, okay. I can talk about it. Here's what I can say. I can say, no, I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it. I can say that when people hear about what happened at Sirens last night, there are going to be a lot of unhappy locals. That's all I have to say. Are you headed over there now? Yes. As soon as Crystal tells me what I need so I can just get through today. And she turns away from you and starts following Crystal around the store. She says, well, we could try this, this medallion. And Fern says, no, that's ugly. What else? I have pulled out my phone and I've... Uh, sending to the text chain. <laughs> I just ran into Deputy Fern. Something happened at Sirens. Meet me there ASAP. At like tw- 20 emojis. <laughs> I send a gif of a dog holding a thumbs up. Um, and then I, I do say to Deputy Fern, um, 
My dear, I, I have found that hobbies are a great way to relax, de-stress after work, or you have if you have just some downtime. I'd be happy to give you a knitting lesson at some point. Just swing by and knit with after a shift or, uh, I mean, you know how to get a hold of me and we'll set something up. She turns away from Crystal and looks at you, again, very confused. And she just kind of shakes her head and then turns away again. Ronette, you might be kind of confused at this text because you just had coffee with Ronnie. Yeah. And uh, now what? What you know is that during the off season, we're not quite in tourist season yet, that Ronnie doesn't always close. Mm -hmm. She's not always there at night. Yeah. And it sounds like maybe last night she wasn't there. Yeah. She was just headed there um, after coffee. So she might be in the thick of it right now. I should go uh, go see what's what's going on there. Mm -hmm. And I really need to talk to... Deputy Fine, I, I would have thought she'd have quit by now. I thought it's been two weeks. That's what you do. You give you two weeks. I thought she'd be out of there doing something she actually enjoys by now. I'm just saying. And Bertie, you got this text about something suspicious down at Sirens. Well, I usually make my way to Sirens at some point in the early afternoon anyway. I, I'm, I'm sure the girls know that. So if anyone needs a ride, I am on my way. I can come and pick you up. It's not too big of a deal. You will have to move some things around in my car. It's a little, it's a little squished. I have, I have, so I don't have room for all of my um, prized possessions and albums in my apartment at the moment. So I'm keeping most of them in my car. So you will, you cannot sit on them or I will kill you, but. And this is all in a text thread? Yeah. Oh, she's doing voice to text. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but taking so long. So you see like the the like ellipses of her typing for like five minutes. Yeah. And Renette's she's like, yeah, I'm already on the there. side of the road. Yeah. She's just like talking into her phone. Yeah, I'm car. already there. Thanks for the offer though. I'll see you soon. And then she just sends back K. <laughs> Georgie, how are you going to get there? Where is Sirens in relation to Memorial Park, whatever, drive? <laughs> yeah, I am. It's it's downtown, but it's not at the heart of downtown, you know. And I, I think that because Runette gets there first, she'll probably get to describe a little bit about it first. Uh, but it's not it's not walking distance from where you are. Do I even have a car? Wow, all these things that I have to just decide. <laughs> Maybe I did wait. I waited that five minutes watching that the dots and then said, I'm at Crystal's. I'd love a ride. And then you get back the K. <laughs> so, Bertie, you're going to swing by Crystal's and pick up Georgie? Yes, but she has to be very careful. She'll have to carry, like, some albums. Um, and also, my, my seatbelt doesn't work at the moment. So you're just going to have to like wrap it around yourself um, in the passenger seat and hold some of the albums that I have while we're on our way. Oh, we've done this before. I know the drill. <laughs> great. Great. Um, I will be going at least 15 miles over the speed limit at all times. Wraps the seatbelt extra tight. Or to be wild as playing in the speakers. <laughs> <laughs> just like cranked up in this beetle. Ronette, there's something about the block that Sirens is on that reminds you of New York, of the city. What is it about this this particular area that you that you like? Well, um, I mean, you come up, you see the siren in the distance. First thing you see is the the lights. It's got these wonderful uh, red and blue lights. It's kind of sort of it's it's kind of a play on words because it's you know a siren like a mermaid but also sirens like wee you wee you it's it's real it's real cute um so you know the logo is big red and white uh lights and um the the stonework that you know gives the building its name the siren it's like it's coming out of the building. It's just a big stone woman, just nothing on top. Um, 
just screaming out into the street. Um, Enormous. You see it, you see, you know, the little stores all about it, but it's this, uh, this facade, this, uh, this marquee that's really drawn your attention. And you got, you know, posters of all the recent shows, of all the recent, you know, um, productions. And um, honestly, I think it's a little more theater-like than the Brindlewood Bay Players Theater. I'm just saying, um, and not to not to spark up any competition. I'm just, it just it it has it has a feel. It's very it's it's very New York, you know. There's plenty of street parking around here, so you have room. Uh, there's also as you're passing all these um, marquees and the posters and. Uh, you remember one of the things that Ronnie sort of mentioned a while ago was that during the off season that she's trying to find some programming maybe wouldn't be perfect for tourists, but it's off season. So whatever. And there is kind of a, uh, a poster taped to the door that says tonight with yesterday's date, paradise cheeseburger, Jimmy Buffett tribute band. And the door has a, has a little kickstop keeping it open and as you go in and you go down the steps a little bit and it opens up into uh the the main lounge area with the stage up ahead you can hear first ronnie talking to sally the, the she's maybe assistant manager she helps out a lot and sort of occurs to you oh sally probably closed last night and as you as you make it out of the stairs and into the main lounge area, this place is a mess. There are chairs overturned. There are broken glasses on the floor. It looks like something happened. And then no one touched anything until now. Ronnie does not seem happy at all. She's got big eyes and high eyebrows and is just looking around the room. And her voice is now about half an octave higher than it usually is. My God, it's a mess in here. What was my third spouse dropping by? Tell me again, Sally, what exactly happened? And Sally kind of shrugs and says, I don't know. There was a fight. There was a big fight. We just, everybody left. There was a big fight during the, the, the Jimmy Buffett music. And, and, um, and I don't know, I guess Fern made everybody leave. I don't know. I thought I would be able to get in early this morning and clean it up before before you got here, but I didn't realize there was as much broken furniture as there is. Yeah, my God. Who who was fighting? Who did who who did all of this? Uh, it was uh, one of the one of the the men in the band, maybe two of the men in the band, and then um, I don't even know because I wasn't really out here. I was sort of in the back, and I came out, and it looked like there was a brawl. And the music stopped and there was screaming and crashing and I ran out here and Fern was waving her gun around and telling everybody to get out. Oh, so everybody just, everybody just left. I'm sorry. I thought I'd be able to, to get in this morning and clean up, but, but I, I didn't realize there was as much damage as there is. Oh, sweetie. Well, I still, I still think Fern has got to get a new job. Fern, this, this is not her, her area. But uh, yeah, I'll try to help clean up if, uh, if I can. Maybe look around, you know, what kind of things have been smashed. See what, see what I can investigate. Mm, would you like to meddle? Yes, I would like to meddle. <laughs> You're helping to clean and looking for clues, yeah? Yes, I'm okay. looking for clues. What this would probably be reason? Yeah, because you're you're straightening up, actively looking for information, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would be an eight. Yeah. So maybe where do you start straightening up? How are you? How are you going to help with this room? Um. Well. Uh. Being careful not to step on any broken glass. Um. I'm just going to start by. And now clearing up the big pieces, looking at the smashed furniture, uh, seeing what can be salvaged, what can what can be fixed with a bit of glue, when what really needs, what can maybe be salvaged for parts. Um, 
you know, separating out the big pieces, trying to get some sense of order into this mess. As you're straightening up near the stage area, you start picking up some chairs, sort of putting them back towards the table that they belong to. And in the midst of uh, what looks like a shattered uh, beer mug, there is a small laser pointer. Interesting clue this is. So around that time is when Birdie pulls up in front. Music is still blasting. I'll let you decide if that's Born to be Wild on repeat or another equally loud song. What do you think Georgie would be able to handle? Hilariously, I think because Georgie was a school teacher for so long, like she has dealt with music playing, various kinds of music playing at various volumes and just have sort of like, she's down with it. She's fine. <laughs> so born to be wild on repeat so that she's like quietly singing along by the time we pull up. <laughs> Incredible. I think I take note of the Jimmy Buffett concert flyer outside. And when I come in, I say, oh my God. God, an atrocity has been committed here. <laughs> Why are the chairs all, what's what's going on? Ronnie is still in the room. Sally went into the back. I don't know. We have to get to the bottom of this, I think. Yes, we do. Why was there a Jimmy Buffett concert? Why would you bring that into your fine establishment? It's, do you need money? Do you need help? Birdie, it's off season. We do. We. I understand, but there are there are loads that you should not stoop to, Jimmy Buffett. We sold. Look, people. It's a it's a local band. The people come out to see their friends. We need to keep butts in seats off if season. If I was their friend, I would stop being so because they were doing a Jimmy Buffett tribute concert. Do you hear them all put together in one phrase and how they sound? She uh, has kind of turned away from you as you continue to speak and has gone back to sweeping. This is just, what is the world coming to? Is there no good art anymore? I start helping pick up chairs. <laughs> I'm just like continuing continuing this tirade. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Also helping to clean because I can't <laughs> abide a mess. Renette, do you know what happened here? Apparently there was some sort of fight, possibly some members of the band, possibly also some members not of the band. Some I'm not surprised. Well, yeah, uh, I found a laser pointer just amongst the mess. I don't know if uh, someone left it behind in the, in the kerfuffle. I'm sure um, someone had a clip to their Hawaiian shirt and khakis. I, I, I think Ronnie, she's just doing what she got to do. You know, I've done my fair share of productions I'm not particularly proud of you know when you're a you're in the business and you're still young you know you gotta you, you gotta get whatever gigs you can we all know we still have to make money in the off season yeah gotta make money in the off season that's maybe not ideal but you know sometimes you gotta do these things in order to get to the point where you don't have to do these things Jimmy Buffett though I know I know by the way, was that Born to be Wild playing? Uh, oh, it. yes. Love Good it. song. Yeah. Great song. Mm -hmm. So who's in this band? Because you know a lot about music, I think the move would be meddling move. If you want to see if you know who on this island might dare to be in a Jimmy Buffett tribute band. Oh, oh, I would know. I would be on the forums. I guess reason, because it's like you're engaging your mental faculty, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Okay. To see, to, see, to see if you can stay <laughs> calm long enough to think about Jimmy Buffett objectively. Incredible. Okay. That is a solid seven plus zero. For the first time in some time, you've really turned your mind towards Jimmy Buffett. As if this day couldn't get me worse. <laughs> <laughs> in order to sort of focus on this you've sort of stopped cleaning the things you know about jimmy buffett uh hawaiian shirts funny hats something about margaritas and you remember that the harbor master uh his name is hank 
and you know, there are enough people around here that maybe you don't know everybody in town, but you certainly know that Hank is in the Jimmy Buffett band. So this is entirely Hank's fault is what I'm, is what I'm gathering. So when you open your eyes with this, with this new memory, you can catch that Ronnie has sort of like, is sort of giving you the side eye, like, why are you here if you're not helping? And maybe you've stood there not helping for longer than you've thought. <laughs> She's trying to sweep around you, but you're not moving. So she may not be uh, too happy with you right now. That, that might be your complication. Well, she can deal with it because she's the one that allowed a Jimmy Buffett tribute band into her establishment. And right about then is when you hear stomping down the stairwell and Deputy Fern enters and she's got a a new crystal hanging around her neck and it's very large. It's about the size of a fist in her police uniform. She's got a giant crystal and she's talking on the phone as she walks in. And she gets to the bottom of the stairs and she says, no, I'm here now. I'm going to, yeah, I know how to, I know, I know, I know that too. Okay. Okay. All right. And she hangs up the phone. She looks around the room, says, let's, why, why are you all here? This is a crime scene. Are you, are you, wait, you're cleaning? Is that a blue quartz? I don't know what that means. Why are you cleaning? This is a crime scene. What's the crime? We didn't know there was anything going on. We just heard there was a bit of a fight. What's the crime, detective? Okay, It's it's an active investigation, so I'm not free to comment on it. But you should definitely not be sweeping. Ronnie puts a fist on her hip and holds the broom to the side and says, well, we're opening tonight, so someone's got to clean Fern. And Fern bites her lip and looks around and says, you know what? Fine. I don't care. Go ahead, clean. Do whatever you want. Solve your own crimes. And she turns and stomps out. I think it was a blue tiger's eye. I don't know what that means. I thought it was a blue lace agate. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe a green quartz. I don't know. My eyesight's going. No. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, uh, should we take this laser pointer with us? I mean, we just sort of were given permission to solve, to solve this a crime, crime. And yeah, I think I... we should collect evidence. You heard that. You heard that, right? I, we like, all heard yes. it. We've yeah, gotta... I really hope she takes some time to herself, you know? She, she, needs, <laughs> she... she needs to separate to separate herself from the job for a little bit. Just, you know... She needs a vacation, for sure. She needs to go camping. Mm. She needs to learn to knit. Sally comes back in from the back room. She is uh, hanging up the phone to Ronnie. She says, all right, I'm I'm calling everybody in. They can can clean, and we'll be ready to open tonight. It'll be fine. And Ronnie says, well, good. I guess guess we just have to see what's broken and see what's not, and then we'll go from there. But we'll be ready. We'll be ready tonight. You're not having another Jimmy Buffett concert tonight, are you? If I want to have another Jimmy Buffett concert, I will. Oh, I was just wondering, because I usually show up and I, you know, I don't think I will if it's going to be Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> no offense. Oh, you're, you will need to show up a little early for an extra cocktail. Oh, no, there's no amount of liquor <laughs> that can get me through Jimmy Buffett. I will, I will tell you that. And Sally says, oh, you don't like Jimmy Buffett? Where have you been? No. Who likes Jimmy Buffett? She was literally Sally? in the other room during your <laughs> during your rant. So that's where I don't paint it just I like his early work. Not not the the songs from when he lived in Colorado. I like the the early Key West. But that's I think the the heart of his creativity, I think. You know, we're all entitled to our own opinions, right? Birdie? I'm gonna start the car. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. And Bertie, as you stomp back outside, (laughs) you run into Fern, who is still on the sidewalk, on the phone again, and she's not paying any attention to you. She's standing next to her her police jeep. Oh, I eavesdrop. Yeah. Well, she doesn't care. She's very loud. Great. In the harbor? Well, who is it? Well, find out who it is. 
Oh, oh, I should go find out who. Okay, great. Thanks. She hangs up. She goes to get into her Jeep and she says, Goodness gracious. You know, they shouldn't talk to you like that, whoever that is. Don't they know that you're very busy and and wonderful and stressed out? They don't care. They don't care how busy I am. They don't care how stressed I am. They don't they don't want me to take extra time off. There's a body in the harbor. Fern, go get the body out of the harbor. Okay, I guess I will. Why don't you get the body? I guess it's my job. It's my job to get the body. Okay. And she gets in her Jeep. She slams the door and she starts it up, starts to drive away. She is she needs more than one vacation to get rid of all of that. Wow. Girls, there's a body in the harbor, I say without going back in. I just like <laughs> shout it through the door. They hear the little ding-a-ling-a-ling. <laughs> oh my God. I readjust my, I guess I have my knitting bag with me, my purse and my knitting bag. Like briskly walk out the door because it's time. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. I Gotta get to the going. harbor. Yeah. You're both going, oh, also um, one of the, both of the seat belts in the back don't work very well either. They don't click in. So if you tie them together and then you sit in the middle, that usually works, but you will have to use um, extra caution getting in because there are some, uh, some crates of albums that cannot be moved. And if no, they are I, moved, I, I brought my car. I have my car here too. Oh. Take that. Oh, well, I mean, if you want to, I, I, I'm happy to chauffeur. It, it's it's up to you, you know, we can take both. I'm just, I'm going to take mine. It's got plenty of seats, plenty of room in the back. I hold a lot of costumes here and there. So, you know, I got a bigger car, you know. Georgie, no pressure or anything. This isn't like super important to our friendship. <laughs> yeah, You know, actually, Georgie, I had some questions about, um, about the uh, knitting, you know, some of the products you offer. Why don't you ride with me just to you indulge You know, Georgie, me? actually, I wanted to talk about um, <laughs> uh, the kind of music you, you and, um, and your, your husband used to listen to. How about I just drive us all? <laughs> I'll drive us all. We'll we just can... stay in one. We'll just stay and then we together. Can have all we're of a team right now. I'm not yeah. going anywhere without Ringo. Okay. <laughs> you guys know that Ringo is her um, 1967 Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> <laughs> He's like my fourth child. I thought you already had four children. <laughs> no, I have three. Keep up. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll meet you there. All right. Come on, Georgie. I'm so sorry about her. <laughs> Didn't know it was going to cause all this, all this drama. I just thought I'd, you know, I just wanted everyone to have a seatbelt, you know? I, you know, safety first. I, I agree. <laughs> all right. You start me up by the Rolling Stones, like <laughs> blasting. Yeah, we, we drive to the harbor. So we, oh, I guess she's just in a mood today. They must have had the scone she wanted. <laughs> yeah. So because it's not uh, the height of tourist season yet, there are still, it's still easy enough to find parking downtown. There is a, a pretty good lot that's sort of connected to the main harbor where the tour busts and the trolleys would all stop when there are lots of, uh, lots of tourists around. So it's easy enough to find parking. Even though it looks like there's a small crowd gathering by the dock and a few of the piers that uh, are built out into the harbor, one of them you can see uh, Deputy Fern way out at the end. There's somebody out there with her with a long pole and a net on the end, and she's sort of gesticulating wildly and pointing in the water as though she's trying to make this person do something with the net on a pole. But there are a handful of people standing around, all locals, all folks that you recognize. Although there's this one, one man who, the, who you don't quite recognize, sort of leaning on one of the, the posts, looking out, watching the, uh, the pier and watching Deputy Fern way out into the, in the water. Is he wearing a Hawaiian shirt? He is not wearing a Hawaiian shirt. He's got a, a nice button down. He's a, he's a younger man, maybe about 60. Looks like maybe he takes good care of himself. He's a, a, he's a little tall. He's got sunglasses on. He's got uh, laugh lines. He likes to smile, is what his face tells you. But he's sort of leaning to the side, 
not really interacting with anyone, just sort of watching what's going on. Bernie is on the prowl. <laughs> I take pictures of everyone that is there. And I say, you know, ladies, <laughs> we've, we've, we've read about this. The murderer always returns to the scene. You should get, an, get a close-up of, of sunglasses, just, just in case. On it. Purely for <laughs> detective purposes. Yes. So as you're taking pictures and as you're sort of preparing yourselves, you do know that like a little bit down the dock is the main uh, building where the harbor master would be. Uh, it's sort of like a, a large shed with a lot of windows. There's a door. There is a man inside there. Oh, that's Hank. And there he is wearing one of his Hawaiian shirts. Looks like he's on the CB. Ladies, we should talk to Hank before uh, Deputy Fern gets to him. Honestly, I don't know if I could stomach it right now. Someone else is going to have to take charge. Oh, that's fine. I'll do it, I guess. Okay. Yeah, Renette and I can go. You can um, get to know uh, that, that that gentleman who's glasses, not a local. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if you insist. <laughs> Unless you, you'd like someone to... Oh, no, 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 no. I'll see you later. Bye. Okay. Okay. Don't, don't. Don't get distracted. She's, gone. She's already gone. Don't get distracted. Remember, we're asking questions. She takes her hearing aid off. <laughs> <laughs> Georgie and Renette, uh, uh, it is a, a clear enough path right up to the, uh, the Harbor Master Station. So the door is open and you can hear Hank inside. It just sounds like he's giving directions to someone on a boat. And maybe you sort of look around and you can see that out in the harbor, there are a couple of boats that or maybe angled as though they want to come in and dock, but it sounds like he's giving them directions to go around to the other side of the island. Maybe he's trying to close the harbor right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and as you step into the doorframe, you can also see that it does look like there's an emergency rescue boat that is speeding around the edge of the bay and into the harbor. Interesting. So, um, you know, I'm not going to interrupt his business. I'm just going to, you know, wait for him to be done with his directing what needs to be directed he finishes uh whomever it was on the boat that he was talking to he notices that the two of you are are sort of in the doorway waiting yeah and he he turns off the radio and sort of turns and says uh yeah yeah what can i uh hank just checking in i uh, heard there was some craziness going on just wanted to see how you're doing oh jeez, it's carol carol's out in the harbor Oh my God, Carol! Well, you know Carol, Carol Bouchard. She's a she runs one of the um the tour boats that gives uh, tours of the other islands out there. Is she okay, or is she out in the harbor in in a less than okay way? Yeah, she. Uh, I think she's less than okay. Yeah, uh, you saw them, uh, Fern and. Someone else trying to fish something out. I don't know if that's the best way to go about it. I, I don't think it is. I don't think it's the best way to go about it. There's, there's, there's a protocol, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, emergency rescue's here, though, so they'll, they they probably yeah. have someone in a in a wetsuit that'll jump in and help, yeah, help that's, get around. Oof, that's some nasty business. But anyway, what, what do you think happened? When When did they find her? I found her this well, I didn't know it was her. I saw it when I got here this morning. I uh, you know, I did my rounds, I walked up and down each of the piers, checking on the boats, and I I saw, you know, I guess I I just thought it was trash out in the harbor. And then as I got to the third pier, I mean I didn't know it was Carol. Yeah, no, I, I saw her this morning, I guess. Oh my god, that's that's just terrible. Uh, you know, she she ran those those tour boats. Was it was it some accident there, or where did this originate? You know, I uh, and his radio starts to to beep, and the, someone else is calling, and he's like, ah, I I don't I don't know what she was up to. I uh, I don't. She hasn't begun running the tours yet. I, well, I, no, that's not true. I guess she's she does them sort of on demand now, private tours like the, yeah, for the off season, you know? Yeah. There's, you know, there's not enough to run full tours. Yeah. Not a lot of demand, but you know, you'll take it when you get it. Yeah. Speaking of which, how, how was, were you at the Jimmy Buffett concert last night? Oh, jeez, I, 
Yeah, yeah, we were there. And uh, I heard there was some sort of a ruckus. Yeah, I there and the radio beeps and sounds. Someone on the other end is like, "Gonna harbor, harbor." It's like I, it was. I'm sorry, I've got to, I've got to move the coordinate these boats. Yeah, it was, it was horrible. But we could, we could talk about it later if you want. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. Oh, love to talk about it. Oh, oh, and he sort of like lifts up some notebooks and fishes around, and comes back and hands you, a flyer. It's like we have a we have another show in two weeks, um, over at Coffee. Uh, if you want to uh, come by, uh, that would be great. That would be great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm sorry, but... I have to I have to take this. Oh this, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Do your do your job. I'm not going to get in the way of that. I'm just here to, to here to talk to get some information. Yeah, days like this, I know what it feels like to be an air traffic controller. Except it's you know this the the yeah. water. Right, right. Except yeah, it's, it's boats. a little different. It's yeah. boats. But it's it's almost exactly the same, I bet. I I I, I wouldn't know. High pressure, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, a lot of things to, a lot of traffic to control. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna gonna take this. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, and he slowly shuts the door. Renette, I'm. I have two thoughts. First, I wonder if we can get the records. If we can find Carol's records to see who she last may have taken on demand on the boats. And and I think we ought to do that before Deputy Fern gets to those records. You know, she's so, she's just so off right now and we need to make sure that we solve this crime. Yeah, I think it really is on us right now. Agreed. And also, this might be rather childish of me, but I, I do think we should mark this uh, show on our calendars and just not tell Birdie that it's the Jimmy Buffett band and we just take her on a coffee date. She would be so mad. I don't think she'd be mad at us for that long, though, do you? I It would be pretty funny. I we can think, yeah, we I can, think this really does need to happen. That's okay. We're do- I'll, um, I'll plan to have snacks and wine or something at the knitting shop after, so when she invariably storms out, we have a nice, quiet place to ourselves that she can rant. Yeah. <laughs> okay, excellent. I'm excited. Um, I pull out my day planner because it's definitely not digital. <laughs> yeah. And we'll, we'll, I'm, I'll talk to Rowan, make sure that, the, that they don't have the scones she wants that day. The, if they perfect. have the scones she wants that day, it's just, it's going to be awful. Yeah. It, yeah that um, combined with the. We need to let her have her, her pre rant time before we reintroduce a new rant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a disaster. I can't wait. Yes. Anyway, so murder. That's, yes, uh, yes, yeah. sorry. Yes. Um, all right. Do we know where Carol's offices are? Do we know where the tour company's offices yeah, are? Yeah, the, where, what happened to a tour boat? We should go uh, figure that out. And also see what, um, see what Birdie has figured out since we left her. With her handsome stranger. <laughs> yeah. And we cut over to Birdie. Mm-hmm. Birdie definitely thinks that her day is going to take a turn for the better when she sees this handsome stranger um, with laugh lines who's tall and has sunglasses. She kind of for um, takes in the scene, like, is he standing close to people? Is he talking with anyone? Is he standing off to the side? Like, what's his vibe? He is near the group of people who are watching, but he's just outside of it enough so that mm-hmm. if you sort of casually looked at it, you would think, yeah, he's part of, probably part of that group. But you look twice and you're like, maybe he's not part of that group. Oh, you know, it's it's going on 11 o'clock or so now. So he has the sunglasses. He sort of leaned uh, casually to the side. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah. we're on the same wavelength. Um, I think she sidles up to him and, like, whatever he's leaning on, she definitely does the, like, puts her elbows back on it and she flips some of her hair and she's like it's just terrible what's going on isn't it and like gives him like the look she's going in <laughs> he looks over to you it looks like he was sort of lost in thought and now you're like right stoic in... type yeah incredible <laughs> yeah 
And he turns over to you and immediately smiles. And he's got very nice teeth. Those are probably his teeth. Uh, wow. Yeah. Salt and pepper hair. He's not dying that. Like, and it's oh a full God, head of hair. Oh, my God. Mr. Sheffield. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, continue. Yeah. continue. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, he, he smiles and his, his attention does turn towards you. And he says, it's absolutely a tragedy. Every time something like this happens. It gets me, you know. Uh, it's just too much, uh, too much uh, senseless loss in this world. God, that's deep. You're so right. Um, I'm Birdie, by the way. I don't think we've met. I haven't seen you around here. Oh, he holds out his hand. Yeah. But she does the kind of like princess thing where she like gives him her hand so he can kiss. It. <laughs> oh, he adjusts and smiles oh, when man. he sees what you're doing. Uh, and he kind of bows just a little bit. <laughs> okay. Well, it is wonderful to meet you. My name is Caliban. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, I know. It was my grandfather's name. It's fine. I'm usually Beatrice, but obviously that doesn't suit me like Bertie does. I think Bertie suits you very well. So you're from around here, I take it. You don't look like a tourist to me. No, no. I'm uh, pure local. I know all the sights and everything, everything around here. Nothing escapes my, uh, my view. Mm. If you need to, anyone to, to show you around, I'd be happy. Um, happy to. I'm a little, I'm a little busy at the moment, but uh, I'm sure later tonight we could, we could meet for drinks and I could show you the, show you the town. If you'd be so inclined. Well, if you have room in your social calendar... You know, I only bought my house just uh, about a month ago, and I still don't really know a lot of people. You, you, uh, you, you moved here. Mm, you, from you're the city. not just at the city. Yeah, trying to uh, force myself into retirement. You know. Oh, I know how that is. Work too hard. You know. Yes, it's it's time to relax, and if I'm going to live in the city, I'm not going to relax. So. Of course, and this is the most relaxing place that you could find. Every day, for me, I am just easy breezy, you know? Not a moment of stress happens here. Ah, looks like I moved to the right place then. And he puts his sunglasses down a little bit and gives you a wink. Puts them back she like She, like, giggles and titters like a, like a 20-something. <laughs> or like a teenager, maybe even. Mm. It's embarrassing. To anyone that hears it in their vicinity. Well, he seems to find it uh, charming. You giggle a little and he smiles again. It's a new smile. So oh, I where... can, um, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, no. I was just wondering if, uh, where you were going to bring me for drinks tonight. Oh, well, um, the best place. Well, I don't know about it now, but, um, usually the best place to go is, is Siren, um, We'll we'll see if they have a good act coming that night because it, it you know you can't always trust the acts that are that are put up there but um, a lot of the time they're really good. Do you are you a fan of music? Oh sure, I mean uh, most of my life uh, I, I've got to admit I was a workaholic for maybe too long, <laughs> and course. so I didn't get out a lot socially. Uh, but All yeah. work, no play. Yeah. I, I wore out that Jethro Tull cassette tape. So yeah, you know, if it's a if it's the right music. I completely agree. I'm I'm a big Beatles fan myself. Oh, well, who isn't? Of course, of course. It is around that time <laughs> when uh when Georgie and Ronette uh are within earshot. Hey, no, I, no I give them a look like a, I'm busy. <laughs> I I keep walking. I keep walking toward her. Hey, Birdie, who's your friend? It's um, that's uh, this is this delightful man is, uh, Caliban. Uh, I didn't catch a last name. Oh, uh, Rockford, Caliban Rockford, and and he will shake your hand if you will shake yeah. his. He puts out yeah, his hand. Yeah, do a, a handshake. Just a classic hand, uh, you know, sturdy, firm handshake. Oh. Like, oh my god, Caliban, like like in The Tempest. You know, I did costumes for a version of Tempest that 
it was set in like Regency England and it was just really beautiful stuff. You know, I've got to admit, I've been I've been pretty busy and I haven't I haven't learned my history the way I should, but it sounds like you know quite a, it sounds like you know your stuff. Well, I I do I I I was a costumer. I still do costumes like at the Siren and at the uh, Brendlewood Players and all that. Um, you know, I make corsets and uh, I special. I mean, I specialize in real fancy, like special lacy, velvety corsets and fun stuff like that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you definitely he he has sort of shifted his posture and you have his attention. I mean that that sounds like a lot of work. Is that that was your profession? Yeah, you know, I worked in Hollywood for a while. Like, did you ever see Convertites? Yeah, did you ever see Convertites, that Baz Luhrmann film? Um, was, anyway, it was based on, I... yeah, it was <laughs> It was based on um, uh, the, the White Devil by John Webster, but they they set it in Victorian York, Yorkshire and Baz Luhrmann directed it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was absolutely stunning i mean it didn't win a lot of awards but but the main actress i'm just saying she owes she did get nominated for an oscar and she owes that to me because you know when you make something something real beautiful you can't help but you know when you're wearing something that really makes you look that good you know you can't help but do an amazing job you know that's just Mm -hmm. my philosophy Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm I mean, that sounds like a good philosophy. It sounds like they're they're all indebted to your work and your vision. Oh, well, I, I do what I can, you know. Yeah. Now, I'm going to guess Brooklyn? Oh, oh, you know, I'm all, all over. I mean, I, I grew up in Rochester, but I lived in New um, York for a good while. Yeah. You know, there's, I don't know what it is, but I could tell. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, travel is... It's it's a wondrous thing. If you haven't traveled, I highly suggest you do. Uh, I've been pretty much all over myself. Um, toured with a lot of a lot of bands in my day. So. Um, oh, you worked you worked in music. More like I experienced the music, and it felt like it was. I, it felt like I was experiencing it for the first time every single time. You know, mm. it's. I I would say I've. A lot of the time, my my catchphrase was, uh, I'm with the band, you know? (laughs) That's good. That's good. That's a good catchphrase. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I'm sorry, uh, Caliban, and he he goes to shake your hand, Georgie, if you'll let him. Yeah. Oh, I'm Georgie, Georgie Sullivan. I'm not nearly as interesting as my two friends here. I own a local mini shop. Don't say that. (laughs) Don't say that. She's... (laughs) she's the sweetest woman you'll ever meet she owns a a yarn store she makes all these amazing things you know so she's really stay silent (laughs) i i note your silence wow you own your own business i do i do that's wonderful that's fantastic i always thought about opening a garage or something but i don't know i just never really life just didn't go in that direction for me you know at some point, we have to make decisions to change how our life is going. My life wasn't on track for uh, owning my own business. I I taught school here for years, which I adored. And I, I love my students. I love seeing the ones that have grown up and made homes here. But what my late husband and I always knew was that my dream was to own my own local knitting shop and be a part of the community in that way. And so when the opportunity presented itself, the plan was to make it happen. So here I am. Wow. That's uh, the opportunity presented itself and you, you jumped, you jumped on that train right away. That sounds, that's fantastic. That's uh that's admirable. And I agree with your friend here. It sounds like you have a lot of interesting stories to tell. Yeah. Speaking of interesting stories um, and, you know, enough chit chat, um, I, we saw that you were, you know, looking at what's going on in the harbor. Um, do you know anything about that? Something, some real crazy and real sad stuff going on. Well, again, I was, I was telling your friend here, um, I'm new to the island, so I don't know a lot of people. I've been getting into the habit of going to the different areas and taking, taking walks and just getting out there. Yeah, and I was you just, ever done a boat tour? You know, I haven't yet. I've, I've got to say, I'm maybe not. This will sound funny, uh, moving to an island and not really being a a water person, but uh, 
but no, I, I haven't. Uh, no. Well, anyway, um, <laughs> uh, I will say taking walks is lovely. Boat tours, absolutely lovely, but definitely the best place to take a walk is Memorial Park Lane Drive. Uh, it has the nicest route. You'll see all of the greenery you need. Um, I highly recommend getting a coffee from coffee, but um, don't tell them I sent you. I have a bit of a rivalry going with the manager. It's, it's all good fun. All right. And he takes a little notebook out of his pocket, has a little uh, little pencil stub in it. He says, Memorial Park Drive. What, what was it again? Memorial? Well, it's Memorial Park. And then the road that goes around it is Memorial Park Lane. And then the cul-de-sac that offshoots from that lane is Memorial Park Drive. Okay. So it's yeah. Memorial Park Lane Drive altogether. Well, that's the that's where um you know the bookstore is, but you know it's all it's all connected. You know. Oh, I know where the bookstore is. Right. right. I wrote down Memorial Park Boulevard Drive. Oh, was it Boulevard? Well, no, it's on the other side. That's Memorial Park Boulevard <laughs> oh, yeah. Drive. Memorial Park Lane Drive is the best walking route. Yes, but the Boulevard Drive is better for like if you're looking for things, if you're looking to like yes. shop or anything like yeah. that. It sounds confusing, but you know, you'll you'll settle right in yeah. to the rhythms and of our silly little town. And <laughs> Brindlewood Books is the best place. You know, we actually have a bit of a book club there. So Oh, do you? Uh, yes, we do. Um we we quite enjoy uh, a mystery or two ourselves. Oh. Uh, have you read the Golden Crown Mysteries? Have I? You know, I'm not sure. I might have missed that. Well, you have to. They are just, they're just wonderful. Robin Masterson is, well, <laughs> she's a master. Okay, okay. And he goes to write down. Yeah, if oh, you do find your way to the crown. bookshop, don't drink the coffee there. No, don't, it's just don't do it. It's not worth the risk. Get your coffee beforehand. Yeah. Okay. It is yeah. like motor oil. And um, if you're someone who's familiar in garages, as you said, um, or perhaps would like to be, you would you would recognize that we should go. We should go. <laughs> We're very busy. We've got stuff we've got to do. I'm so sorry. It was so nice to meet you, Caliban. Yeah, lovely to meet you, Caliban. Oh, yeah, it was well, wonderful. Yeah. yeah, we'll see you around. I'm Thank sure we'll be seeing you around. I sure hope so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right, so as soon as we're out of earshot, I'm like, okay, Verdi, so what information did you get oh, out of him? I called him. I called it. I, Girls, do me this one solid. Come on. No, I, I'm just asking what kind of information you got out of him. You know, he was watching. Oh, you know, murder related? Yeah, the, the, the thing with the body <laughs> in the harbor. <laughs> Because Georgie oh, and I found no, some information yeah. that was useful. What did, what did you That's get incredible. from your little escapade? You guys are just <laughs> superstars. Um, well, I found out his name is Caliban. Um, I'm going to yeah. see if I can get him, if, if it's all right, if I can call him Cal, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And we are going out to dinner tonight. Um, and I'm going to show him a little bit about the town. Great. Um, did you get any anything about the stuff in the harbor? Well, he's only been here a month. Okay. So. You know what? You know what? Good for you. You know, how about in two weeks we all meet at coffee and we talk about it, yeah? Of course. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure you'll have plenty of stories to share with us in about two weeks, in exactly two weeks. Incredible. That sounds wonderful. (laughs) Yeah. It is so nice to be appreciated. It Mm -hmm. feels so nice to be able to just talk and have you all listen. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sure it is. Yeah. So, um, so the, the person, so Carol died. Right. Oh, t- tragic. Just awful. Um, yeah. So we found out who the, who the body was. We talked to Hank. Um, oh, right. Carol. Yeah. That's boat, what we were doing. We tours. were, we were investigating and asking right. questions about that. Yeah. So, so they're mm-hmm. dredging up her body from the harbor. Um, just shame. Yeah. So we were, uh, Georgie and I, we were going to go uh, go see what's going on in her office, if there's anything, any clues oh, around yes. there. Going to try to get there before Fern does. Cause, Let's go. Let's yeah. go then. See if we, can, if we can stay ahead of Fern. Um, sure. Maybe we can make her a little 
we can calm her, keep her calm, you know? She's yeah. uh, the way she's just going. Out she, for her. <laughs> yeah, if she tries doing this all herself, she's going to have a heart attack. And, you yeah. know, we're just going to try to minimize the the tragedy, you know? Right, she is too young for that. That's, mm-hmm. I think we can agree that um, our actions would reduce the number of deaths in this town. Yes. And as we all know quite well. Less murder <laughs> equals good. Yes. Thank you for joining us here on Roll to Metal for The Harbor of Murder. This mystery will go on a bit longer than the last one did, so come back next week for part two. Roll to Metal is a production of ActualStoryPodcasting.com. If you like the show, share a link, tell a friend, may maybe write a review. My name is Jonah Knight. Okay? Goodbye.